Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Riley Clemens isn't your typical 18-year-old. Her just-completed high school career saw her juggling not just homework assignments and extracurriculars, but a budding musical career. Then came 2018. The recording artist's debut single, Broken Prayers, found wide success on the radio. She released her first full-length album. And now she's setting out on a fall tour across America with Danny Gokey and Torin Wells. We'll get the chance to talk with her tourmate Torin in just a bit. But we get started with a life update from Riley and an explanation of what it was like to launch a music career as a high schooler. So far, so good. Um, (laughs) This is my first summer not being a high school student. So um, that's pretty exciting. I'm graduated and um, I'm really in the world now. Goodness, congratulations to you, first of all. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, having a music career and being in high school at the same time is probably uh, more more demanding than most of our high school experiences were, I'm guessing. Well, you know, every every high school experience is demanding in its own way, I think. But um, I will say I'm very thankful. It gave me a lot of great songwriting ammunition. So I'm mm. pumped about that. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Well, my word, it's been a huge year for you. Your debut single, Broken Prayers, your debut self-titled album, now the tour is set to get underway this fall. Can you can you really capture what 2018 has been for you, or is it a bit beyond words at this point? Oh, my goodness. Eight-year-old Riley is losing her mind right now. So it's 18-year-old <laughs> Riley, though. I, have, I mean, it's a dream come true. It's funny. You pray for these things, and you hope for these things, and God is absolutely blown my mind. I couldn't have planned or or even dreamed of any of this. Um, I'm just so excited. It's been such an amazing opportunity and blessing to get to be honest and write music um, that helps me get through hard spots and good spots in my life and um, to be able to share it with people. I think that um, I think that we're all in this together. And I think that we're all walking through very similar things. Um, It's been great to be able to express that. Oh, that's so cool. And I do want to ask you about the the songwriting process in in just a moment. It's just so inspiring what you're accomplishing, considering your 20th birthday is still, you know, a long way off. You were born, you were born before Y2K though. Yes. I listen, barely. I was born in. 1999 on December 9th. So I had a few glorious days in the 90s. <laughs> I, I just made it. <laughs> so do you, are you aware of what Y2K was? Have people discussed this with you? Yes. My parents have told me because um, they were, they were contemplating whether or not I would be here before or after that. I made it before. Um, but yeah, I heard it was a big to do. Yeah. People thought the world was, I think going to shut down for some reason because the computers didn't know how to do the numbers two zero zero zero, but, but we made it. Everything's okay. We did it. The numbers switched (laughs) and um, we're still, we're still hanging. 
I want to ask you about this, this awesome hope encounter tour in just a moment, but you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, eight year old Riley. Have you had this dream, this musical dream ever since you were eight years old? Does it go back that far? Oh, it goes back way before then even. I mean, honestly, I was the obnoxious kid who was dancing in the hallways, <laughs> knocking on every door in my house, sending them down and going, you will watch me and you will clap and uh, this is happening. And so I was always that kid. Um, naturally, I was drawn towards huge, the huge sound of Southern gospel music um, that I grew oh. up around. My mom was in the choir. So I was invigorated entirely and just wanted to be around music and, and dance and theater and mm. any sort of stage. Um, so, yeah, I've been wanting this ever since I can remember, literally. So this is crazy. I See, I don't have words. <laughs> I get excited and crazy all the time because I cannot find words. It makes sense on the one hand that you wouldn't, and yet, although you just said the words invigorated entirely, which is one of the classiest turns of phrase we've heard on this show for some time. That's very kind of you. Again, (laughs) I did well in vocabulary. The recording artist Riley Clemens is with us today. Riley has uh, pretty much taken radio by storm here in 2018 with her debut single, Broken Prayers, her debut self-titled album as well. So, the dream is begun as just a young lady. And then at 13, something pretty impressive happens, right? You were discovered at 13 at a school pageant. Is this true? Yes, this is true. It's a weird story. I'm going to tell it to you anyways. So I was 13 years old, I think. Might have been 12, could have been 13. Okay. I was performing at a choir performance um, in middle school. And I remember I had a little bitty tiny solo. And after the performance was over, this man in a suit walked up to me and introduced himself and then said, can you please point to your parents for me? And so I'm immediately thinking, what have I done? <laughs> Why am I in trouble? As any 13-year-old would venture to yes. think. Yes. That to but um, he ended up being a manager. And within the month, I was sitting in his office. And um, that's that's when the Lord steps in because I mean, I didn't seek it out. I didn't go and orchestrate it, which is a massive blessing. And I know it doesn't always work that way. Um, but I, you know, I, from then I got to start writing with other people, which I had never done before. And so throughout my late middle school and throughout my entire high school set of years, I was just learning to write music and, um, learning how to craft songs. Wow, that's a fascinating story. It really is. Uh, speaking yeah. speaking of faith, I mean, you, you talk about it in terms of, of a blessing. Has faith always been a part of your story ever since your youngest years? Or was it something that uh, it, just, it just made me laugh as I was saying your youngest years? Because, of course, you are so young to this day. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, still, uh, did faith come along later in the story for you? Yeah, I think throughout my life, Faith has been a moving part of the story. Uh, I grew up in church, so I was no stranger to um, the idea of Christianity and the idea of God. But I think that my parents, who are absolutely incredible, it was never something that um, they forced upon us. And because of that, 
it was important for me and my other siblings to find our own relationship with our faith. And so with that being said, I really got to discover how God is a part of my life and walk into my Christianity in my own path. And I think that was really special. And, you know, those fundamental years when that starts falling into place, um, I was getting to write it down and um, I was getting to put that on a piece of paper. And my songs are kind of like my, my journey and my walk. So to answer your question, faith has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Um, but it's definitely grown and changed as, as I've grown and changed. Well, I know that the, the journal entries that you reference uh, were a big part of writing some of these amazing songs. I'll ask you about that in just a moment. But first, <laughs> we do want to talk about the Hope Encounter Tour, I promise. Uh, listening friends in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, this is coming to you in your state. Danny Gokey, <laughs> Danny Gokey, Torin Wells, Riley Clemens, who we have with us today, Tell me a little bit about the Hope Encounter Tour and and what the heart is behind this group of incredible musicians, Riley. Well, for one, I can promise that you're going to be thoroughly entertained. Um, (laughs) And two, uh, we just want to spread the message that hope is for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, It doesn't matter where you've come from. All that matters is that the hope is for you and you can have it and it's accessible. And I think that's the heart behind this tour. We want to use this music and we want to use um, dancing and singing and entertainment to bring to life the idea that um, faith is something that's moving every single day. Uh, And it can be brought to you in the form of beautiful, exciting music. So honestly, it's going to be such a, a fulfilling night but it's also going to be a lot of fun and you're also going to want to dance. So that never hurts. (laughs) Uh, Working with Danny and Torin, uh, is that pretty special? Are these two gentlemen that you have come to really appreciate their gifts? Oh my goodness. They're big brothers and they're really talented big brothers. Um, And I, I've been fans of them forever. It's really one of those situations where it's like, I listened to their music years before I ever met them. Um, so this is surreal. Mm. Again, what word describes that? It's, it's genuinely surreal. Um, I'm so excited to get to watch them every night and to learn from them. But I love their music. I love their message. I love who they are as people. So we're going to have such a great time. It's seriously going to be so much fun. <laughs> Would you say that the tour is for any person specifically if you're in a certain situation, if you have a certain need, is it, is it for every human that has ever lived? Who would you say the audience for the Hope Encounter Tour is? You know what, Ryan? I'm going to venture to say that it is for every, any human being. It does not <laughs> matter who you are. Um, and if you're out there and planning on coming or um, or wanting to come, bring bring a friend. Bring somebody who maybe has their own faith or who maybe doesn't have any sort of faith that I'll bring them because um, I think it's so special how music can move the soul. And it's been doing that since the beginning of time. Music is so special and incredible. So Mm. bring people that you love, bring your friends, um, bring your coworkers. It's going to be a really special night. A slight departure from the sensible topics for just a moment. I heard you say, 
I'm going to venture to say, and it made me think about your word usage again. Do you read a lot? Is that a fair thing to assume? I do read a lot. I enjoy reading very much, yes. What do you like to read? I love to read books about the music industry. I think it's really, really fascinating. Um, I love to read any sort of fiction. I love mysteries. I also like satires. I really I really don't discriminate when it comes to books. Mm. Um, also, Donald Miller. Hey, of course. Uh, speaking of writing, I mean... The song Broken Prayers, which, of course, has served as a breakthrough hit for you this year, that song itself actually came from your writings, right? It originated from journal entries. Yeah, it did. Um, I was really frustrated when I wrote that song. Um, I was in a very low spot, personally. Uh, It was a very transitional season of my life. I had just started my senior year. I was finishing up online. I was getting really, really busy. Um, and I was spending so much time writing and I still hadn't put on any music. And I, I mean, my first co-write was at 13 and at this point I was 17. And so I'd been, it had been a few years. Um, and I, I was just so impatient at this point. I was like, okay, God, if, if you put me here and I really feel like you called me to this place, where is the song? You know, what's that first song? Because I, 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 I don't know. Um, and so I, when I would pray, it seemed to come out broken. And at first I was really ashamed of that because I didn't, my life is good. Like I have a good life regardless of what my career is doing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why, why God would be allowing me to feel such tension in that part of my life. But because of that, I was able to walk into the studio and be really honest um, and I think that was a really breakthrough in my songwriting life. And that was a really big spiritual breakthrough for me too. Um, I think there's something special about admitting that it's okay to be broken and that it's okay to cry and not have mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. And um, God, God certainly sees that and he loves that. And there's no shame there. So for me, um, that song was very important. And that song was, meant to be written you know you talk about the the path to the song and just thinking about the impact that it's had i was looking at your youtube videos last night and just trying to imagine the actual human beings behind millions of views and you've got over 14 million global streams of that song i can't i i see words don't come again i mean and that actually makes sense to me because how how can you really understand God is just so big and so massive? You you talk about dreaming for this, but this is something you never could have even really dreamed for specifically. No, I mean, I'm sitting in my car right now because it's the quietest place I know. And I'm looking at all this around me. This is so cheesy, but I really mean it. And um, I don't know, my mind is just blown because regardless of what you believe, um, you can sense the presence of something, of something more, mm-hmm. you know, the precision and the beauty of everything and the complexity of what we feel inside. It's so obviously put there by a creator. And just the fact that um, we have the ability to hope and dream and create um, and make things like music and art um, and use our brains. It blows my mind. It really does. So, 
yeah, even you just saying that, it's like that just really brings it back down to, wow, God is big. Um, I am not. But it's, it's amazing to see what he can do. Amen. Yes. Well, there's a great word to wrap it up with from Riley Clemens, the recording artist. Just an amazing, amazing year of 2018 for Riley. Uh, dreams being Thank realized, you. impact being being had. If folks want to learn more about you, want to share more of your music and, and maybe catch the info on this uh, incredible tour, the Hope Encounter Tour all across America this fall, where should they start that journey of discovery? They should. If they have an Instagram, they can go to my Instagram. I love to talk to you guys on there. Um, Twitter, you can go to my website. You can Google me. Whatever <laughs> media of internet you like to use, I'm going to be there. So, awesome. see you there. Thank you so much for your time, and we wish you the best for the rest of this year. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan. It is such a treat to have you on the road with us this week, sharing the stage in this fall's Hope Encounter Tour featuring Riley, or Danny Goki and Torin Wells. Torin has only been a solo artist for a couple of years, but this year he was already the most nominated artist at the GMA Dove Awards, honoring the best in CCM music. In a return trip on the road, the talented artist behind Hills and Valleys and When My People Pray takes us inside his summer and describes all the plates he and his family keep spinning in the Wells household. Treating me good. Treating me real good, man. Been having a great time hanging out. We keep it pretty low-key in the summer, and uh, so I've been able to hang with family. But now we've got the kids in school, and we are gearing up for the fall. <laughs> you talk about low-key, but you and your wife have a house full of kids, as you mentioned, uh, traveling around the country playing music. You're on staff at your church. Yeah. You also run a music academy. So how is that ever low-key, brother? Uh, you know, you just find the rhythm in it all. It's organized chaos. And all the plates are still spinning in the air, and, and as long as, as one right. doesn't fall, you're doing great. Yeah, we break a few every now and then, but we try to keep the family one spinning. So, brother, I mean, this fall, a very fresh sound to this tour, a very exciting group of artists, uh, yourself, Danny Goki, Riley Clemens, the Hope Encounter Tour, coming to our friends in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Uh, tell us a little bit, take us inside the heart behind this tour. Yeah, well, I love Danny's heart for the tour, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. I think it's amazing. You know, in the day and age we live in, there's so much hopelessness. And uh, with this tour, Danny is really aiming to show people where real hope is. And so he's doing a lot of initiatives to get people and their friends, their families there so that they can have an encounter with hope. And of course we know hope has a name and his name is Jesus. And, uh, it's going to be, be an inspiring, entertaining, impactful night. Uh, that's great, man. Looking forward to it so much.
it's it's interesting because I think every genre of music sort of reinvents itself all the time, right? And your your three voices, you know, along with Danny Goki, Riley Clemens, are definitely at the forefront of this fresh new sound in CCM music. Talk a little bit about the experience of being with them, of sharing music together with them. Yeah, well, everyone has such a unique expression of their talent, their gift, and the message that God has given them. And each one, Danny and Riley, they're so good at articulating within the context of their own craft. So, I mean, throughout this night, you're going to get so many different flavors and so many different tastes of different music and different styles of, of ministry, which is really cool. I think when we think about touring, we're thinking about a very glamorous, you know, exciting experience and one we've maybe seen in movies. But, you know, you, we don't think about the fact that you guys are, are so often away from your homes, away from your family, away from the norm. And I found a quote yeah. that you had said about telling your your son about why you're leaving on tour. And you said, and I, I tell him, you know why I'm leaving? To tell people about Jesus. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Can you take us inside that? Yeah, I just always want my family to feel like we do this as a family. This isn't something that I leave to do. It's something that they send me to do. And that is, it doesn't really help with the reality of me being gone, but it gives us a sense of mission and purpose. I'm not just out to make money. I'm not out to make a name for myself. We are um, doing what the Bible says and using psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to build up the body. And if we can continue to build the church as a family, then I think that we fulfill the calling that God has on our household, not just what God has purpose for me as an individual. Oh, that's so great. You know, if people if people follow you on Twitter and on social media, they're familiar with with just how deep and, and how how Bible-rich a lot of your message is, even just on social media. And I'm wondering, you pair this fresh sort of groundbreaking sound with such depth. Has anyone ever accused you of being an old soul? Has that ever come up before? <laughs> I'm pretty youthful, I think. Everyone thinks I'm about 21 years old. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they'll get me on a Q&A panel and I'll have a conversation and they'll be like, oh, Okay, so you are in your thirties. Um, so yeah, it's it's always fun to go on that journey with people. You have have talked about, you know, the things that that really drive you to make the music that you do, and and you've highlighted this desire to bless people who've had low expectations spoken into their lives by others, and wanting to be a voice that raises them up and makes them feel like they can do something great. Can you take us inside that desire? Yeah, it's just, you can easily look around your office, look around your workplace. Um, You can even look within your own home and realize that there are people around you that aren't living up to the potential that God has placed inside of them. And there are so many factors in that. It's, it can be the conditions that they grew up in, the voices that they heard, um, some negativity that they experienced growing up, 
and people carry those low expectations their whole life and they don't even realize of the, all of the things that they feel incapable of doing. So I would just like to be one voice that would say that anything is possible, that there are great things that God has in store for each one of us and to mute those voices of negativity that say that you can't and let people know that they can. Wow. Well, what a great word to end on from Torrin Wells, the celebrated recording artist behind hits like Hills and Valleys and When We Pray. Sir, if people want to follow you on social media, learn more about you, where's the best place to start the journey? Yeah, I would say Instagram, uh, just Torn Wells, at Torn Wells. Don't follow a fake account. Don't follow a dummy account. There's little accounts going around saying I'm sending people $10,000. I'm oh. trying to get somebody to send me $10,000. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, at Torn Wells, blue check, verified, and uh, of course, TornWells.com. Uh, pleasure speaking with you, sir. We know you got a big day. We'll let you get back to it. All right. Thank you. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.